0: Hi everybody, my name is Harriet Berholtz, and welcome to another episode of Now Hear Me Out. I'm here with my dad,
1: Randy Berholtz,
0: and we actually, for once, are not in the same room as each other, uh, recording. I miss you, honey. I miss you. I I don't like not getting to see you, (laughs) but we are practicing the recommended social distancing. Um, You know, it's more than six feet. So he's in his house. I'm in my, you know, smaller house, aka an apartment. And, uh, she misses the big (laughs) house. I do. I miss, I miss getting to go up to see you guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's what we need to be doing right now, but we are on day two or for me, I mean, maybe day three of social distancing and self-quarantining, but I just feel like a lot's happened. And we did release an episode, um, yesterday all about the coronavirus, but this feels like an ever you know, newly emerging info um, situation in America, it's almost like you refresh your browser and, and new stuff just keeps popping up new recommendations about how to handle this and new cases and, and all this kind of stuff. And more people in San Diego, where we live, keep getting diagnosed. And so we just kind of want to talk to you guys about it. And And what do you have to say on that dad?
1: One of the reasons this is important right now, and this is March 15th, we are calling you, it is, it is, uh, I'm sorry, calling, we are, we
0: are,
1: (laughs) we are uh, a recording right now. It is Sunday, about 1130 San Diego time, uh, Pacific Standard Time. And we just felt that, uh, you know, this is a, this is a a podcast about government about the we and about politics and, and what's really necessary right now. We just want to reemphasize that what's necessary is to have a great governmental private sector, nonprofit, uh, you know, church, religious, uh, entities, social entities, you know, it's very important to have everybody working together, but in a time of crisis like this is, it is very important for us to have a good understanding as to, uh, you know, know, about politics and government. Hopefully we take, hopefully we take the politics out of this and we just focus on the governmental aspect, but it's very, very important here. And, and a lot of our listeners are going to be working from home, uh, you know, know, staying at home, a lot going out as, as, as little as possible right now in the United States, uh, because as you, as you may know, we are, we are at a, a very important point right now. China seems like it's, it's coming on the other side of this. South Korea is coming on the other side, but uh, we are definitely in a, in a very important point here. And Harriet will talk a little bit about the curve and flattening the uh, curve and everything else. And we'll go go through that uh, today. But but our promise to you is that we will record as much as possible uh, during this time and because it's important. It's important to hear all voices here. And besides, lot are you going to be sitting at home? pop a podcast in let's listen to it and and or you know just, just
0: turn on your phone there's there's nothing to pop in that's not how this technology works
1: <laughs> oh Harriet always corrects me on that but anyway let me let me so um let me throw it over to harriet we're just going to yeah. update you on a few uh, on a few major uh issues right now harriet uh you know what we always want to do, guys, there is a site out there called the Johns Hopkins Coronavirus site. And Johns Hopkins, as you may know, is one of the premier medical institutions in, in the world, especially in the U.S. And what they're doing is they're keeping a dashboard. And so you, you, you can reach that. I uh, just do a Google search, Johns Hopkins Coronavirus and um and we're just going to hit some of the basic overall worldwide numbers right now so total cases confirmed as of right now 162,687 number of deaths is uh 6065 and the number of uh of uh of cases of people being totally recovered is about 75,620 um so Harriet why don't you take it away
0: Yeah, I mean, so right now, um, what the health officials are saying in the CDC is that what we do or don't do right now, and over the next week, will have a huge impact on kind of the local and even the national trajectory of the coronavirus. We're only really about 11 days behind Italy, and we're generally on track to repeat, which is unfortunately happening there and throughout much of the rest of Europe. Um, At this point, containment through contact tracing and increased testing is really only a part of the necessary strategy, and what they're saying is what we must, must do move sort of the pandemic mitigation from being, you know, why we need to be practicing widespread and comprehensive social distancing. So that's going to include shutting down schools, work, group gatherings, public events, I mean, church, concerts, sporting events, but also making a daily choice to stay away from each other as much as humanly possible, even families, they're saying, you know, like my dad and I are practicing right now, I would love to be podcasting with him in person as, as we usually do. but you know, my, my little sister is immunocompromised and I, you know, I don't want to bring anything over there or expose her to something kind of unnecessarily. Um, let me com- just, let me just
1: yeah. mention on that. Let me just mention guys here too. And and we're going to be very real with you and you're going to find out a lot about our family and our family dynamics and that all it takes is one, one person in a family who, who either doesn't care, or doesn't take this seriously, but you get, you, you know, you know, I'm not concerned about myself. I'm not concerned about my wife. I'm not concerned about Harriet, uh, because Thanks, you,
0: no. No, but <laughs> you, know, you, you know, know what I mean know. I know. or about,
1: or about her husband, Paul, but you, you know, we are very concerned about our daughter, Emma. She, she has a genetic, a rare genetic disorder where, where, um, if she, you know, if she gets a fever, her body could, could go off and to have, have different, different types of, um. Uh, uh, of reactions. And so we have to be very, very careful. So we don't want to sound like we are panicking as a family because we're not. But at the same time, we do have somebody we protect. Uh, also, and there's, my, a, there's a
0: difference between panicking and exercising extreme caution, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah and, and, and let's, you know, uh, my parents have passed away, but, but my wife has uh, parents in, in the UK who are, you know, I guess, I, I guess granddad's what, what Harrod, six, 87. eight uh, 80, 87 and grandma's 79, 80, 80. 79,
0: 79 yeah, yeah. So,
1: so we do have some older relatives, their health is pretty good, but you know, with older people, you, you just never know.
0: Oh, the so, mortality rate for, for people over, I mean, in their 80s, they said was, I mean, it was something like, was it. Ten percent at last checked or it might have even been higher than that but let me just I mean, mention that, yeah
1: let me just mention I grew up with an alcoholic father my father loved me but he was he was an alcoholic and so it, you know like a lot of you out there who who have faced in your families alcoholism or drug addiction or or opiate addiction and the like you know there are you know and and it looks you know sometimes people can't help this you know so so in some ways we have to be mature about this and we have to be compassionate but sometimes there are people in families who will go out and who don't care who are on a death spiral or who just don't you know who are who 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 are just going to take unnecessary risks my you know you know you know you know as a man talking in a father and a husband right now you have somebody like that in your family, you sit them down and you talk to them right now. Because you know what happens with those fam- people? They never get sick or or they pass it on to somebody else. So right now, one way for us to ensure that your families are safe or, 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 or to the best that you can, sit those people down and just say to them, you know, this is not about this is more not about just you. This is about other people right now. Knock off the crap. Get with the program. Okay. And, 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 you know, everybody has people like that in the family and, uh, you know, who you are out there. I don't have to point you out, but you know who you are. And right now you can't afford to associate with those people. It's like, you know, some of our neighbors up here were having a party, you know, last night. And I'm like, what the hell are you freaking crazy?
0: And they usually Uh, have parties with, what, 200, 300 people.
1: Are you freaking crazy right now or on a death wish or something? How do you know who has it and who doesn't? Look at that one player on on the Utah Jazz, went around licking microphones and touching people. And it turns out. I'm not afraid
0: of the coronavirus. I'm not afraid. Yeah.
1: And it turns out he gave it to two other players. And it also turns out, you know, I, I, I think I read yesterday that he gave it to a fan, a little kid. Good job, buddy. Nice, nice, responsible adult thing to do. So anyway, you know, look, now is the time. You got to take this seriously. This is not something to scoff at. This is a freaking pandemic. And that means a worldwide outbreak of something. And we are not on the other side of this shit. I'm not saying to panic. I'm saying you have to be an adult about this one. But you got to be careful. Be careful out there.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I just looked it up. And the, he's a Rhode Island kid. And he got an autographed player from the Utah Jazz's Rudy Gobert. And he tested positive for the virus. You know, so that guy's a piece of shit. I'm sorry, personally. And I, I know that people, you know, even in our family were laughing at me and my father who were kind of, you know, saying, be prepared and all this stuff, even two or three days ago. And it's like, well, shit is real. This is real now, guys, you know, and what we need to do and people, it's the ones out there walking around saying, well, I'm not worried about myself. You are the problem because a lot of people, I think they were saying 80% of people can be carrying this and be asymptomatic and not even know that they have it. And then you're just going out, living your life, acting as if this whole pandemic isn't going on. You're getting children sick, the immunocompromised, people who need to be leaving their houses, older people, your neighbors, your older parents, your grandparents. It's ridiculous. Stop being
1: selfish. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, uh, so today's March 15th. So my understanding is that St. Patrick's Day, is that right? Or is it March 15th? Uh, no, 30th? it's the 17th. The,
0: the oh, St. 17th, Patrick's okay.
1: Day. Look, guys, you know, you know, in a normal time, go out and celebrate. Have a good time. But look, this is not a normal time. You get get. You know, and so, so here in California, we're we're restricting gatherings of more than 250 people. But but some local some localities are saying we should, you know, should restrict gatherings of more than 50 people. We have closed, you know, most of the public and private schools in California. I mean, a are lot of stores are
0: closing. A lot of malls. Apple stores. has
1: closed outside of China. Uh, Nike has closed their stores right now.
0: Bars so. are starting to close in San Diego, Pacific Beach, for restaurants,
1: example. Restaurants, certain restaurants are closing. Look, grocery it, it,
0: stores are shortening their hours because they are yeah. trying to get in place higher and stricter cleaning protocols. You know, it's it's in, I mean, this is just this is a pandemic. And what they're saying right now is that on a regular day, they have 45,000 staffed ICU beds across the, the United States which can be ramped up in a crisis to about 95,000. However, yeah. even having moderate projections suggests that if current infectious <clears throat> trends are 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 held, our capacity both locally in San Diego and nationally will be overwhelmed as early as mid to late April and therefore the only strategies that can get us off of this like concerning and terrifying trajectory are if we work together as a community and stay away from each other and practice extreme Social distancing for at least the next two weeks to a month. It's necessary.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, a so hard to let's go go through a couple of things. So, um, what I what I like to do is maybe just update people on on the uh, president and the vice president's task force on the coronavirus. And so, yesterday morning, uh, Saturday morning, uh, Vice President Pence had a gathering of uh, mostly governmental officials, uh, uh, you know, representing the CDC uh, FDA, a bunch of other organizations. And, and there are a specific task force on, on the elderly and on vulnerable populations. Uh, and, uh, what they are really coming out and saying is, is they want a unified effort in a federal state, local county, uh, wide effort right now. But it, it, you know, you know, you get some people like uh, Mayor de Blasio in, in New York City who won't shut the public schools. I mean, Mayor de Blasio, I know a lot of kids are dependent on free lunches and that, but, but you know, you really can't put
0: other kids at risk. But, but do, what, be, do what they're doing in San Diego. Um, you know, what, what they're doing in San Diego is they're having places where uh, people can go and pick up um, like pre-prepared meals for kids. So in a bunch of schools in San Diego, I know June cutter has been really awesome in helping to orchestrate this and, and helping make sure all kids are fed and all that kind of stuff and do something like that. I mean, New York, this, I mean, you guys are so close together on subways and, and just all the time. I mean, for the love of God, we need to be closing all schools and public spaces right now immediately to stop this spread.
1: Harriet, why don't you go through the, uh, of the list, then of um, what well, we should had be that, doing,
0: yeah, to you minimize. Had that, yeah.
1: that document. Maybe you can maybe you can put that document up on our side, or, yeah. or just give people a link to it. Hey, look, guys. Yeah, I'll I'll link uh, to
0: it in the description below. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. i I, I mean San Diego here. Uh, so uh, you know, if you want to find information, if you said the uh, Johns Hopkins site is great, but you need you you need, you need to be turn the TV on for federal news. State news and local news. So what that what that means is you know watch watch a national news channel and then watch a local news channel, so that you have a good understanding. You know your 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 uh, you know the president, the vice president, you know your governor, your 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 county commissioner or or supervisor, and your mayor will all be updating you on information. The problem with this virus, it's national and it's local, so you have to know from a local level. You know, uh, you know um, how many people have been affected in your local area? Not to cut back or anything else. The truth about this is we don't have a lot of test kits out there on the market right now. We don't know the extent of this. We don't know who, who may be walking around who has this and they're, and they're asymptomatic. So, so just, you know, now is the time. You know, we can't afford to be reactive. We have to be proactive here. So we're just advising all of you. Please be proactive and look you know I'm 58 years old and know I I think I'm in pretty good shape but you know I'm a two-time cancer survivor so you know I can't be stupid about this either just no. we just, and we I just mean, don't know about
0: what, this. right I, exactly we just we don't know and what they're saying is for every one person who's been diagnosed there are 50 people possibly out there that are undiagnosed at this point, maybe because they don't have symptoms yet, or they just are carriers and and won't develop symptoms. But for every one person infected to have 50 people out there walking around that don't know they even have this is absolutely terrifying. And we all need to be staying indoors and practicing, you know, social distancing to the maximum effect. And so Um, But yeah, let me let me go through this list of what's been recommended. Basically, so the the article title is called This is Not a Snow Day. And uh, social distancing is is not a snow day. So right now, basically, they're saying we need to push our our local, state and national leaders to close all schools and public spaces and cancel all events and public gatherings right now. Um, No kid playdates, parties sleepovers or family and friends visiting each other's houses and, uh, and apartments. And that's why my father and I are doing this separately right now. Um, Come
1: on, this is, this is Harriet and me. Harriet and I, I are know. together every freaking day. I know. Right? You, you know, and,
0: I know, you know, and we're doing
1: it right now because of our younger daughter. We just want exactly. you know, our, your younger sister. We just want her to be safe, you know, exactly. Is, these are the sacrifices you have to make right now.
0: Exactly. And sharing food with people, going out to eat. The symptoms of the coronavirus take four to five days to manifest themselves. So someone who comes over to your house looking like they're 100% fine, you know, they can be sharing, the they, they can share the virus with you. I mean, even if you only choose to have one friend or family member over, you're creating all of these new links and possibilities for the type of transmission that all of our school, work, public event closures are trying so desperately to prevent. I mean, the wisdom of this early and aggressive social distancing is that we're trying to flatten the curve. The curve and the, giving our healthcare system a chance to not be overwhelmed. And eventually... We'll talk a little bit ret- more
1: about the curve, Herod.
0: Yeah. So, a little
1: bit, because we heard that in the vice president's speech and, and you know, in, the, in, the, in the Anthony Fauci's speech and everything else.
0: So basically with, you know, cases without protective measures in place are, are elevated, you know, the coronavirus. And what they're saying, that's, that you know, if you're looking at a, a chart, and I'll, I'll link this down below um, in the in the description for this, this episode, but flattening the curve, what we're looking to do is obviously, the, the peak is very high for the cases that have come up thus far without protective measures in place, what we're trying to do is delay the outbreak peak and reduce in uh, reduce the actual peak of the outbreak by taking protective measures and if we can flatten this curve down so the cases flatten those down with the protective measures in place we can prevent our healthcare system's capacity from being completely overwhelmed and having you know the u.s go through what italy's going through right now where they're literally turning people away based off of who they think is going to live or die with a
1: restaurant where the restaurants are being you know it's it's a it's a triage type of situation we don't want to get there but you know restaurants are closed roads are i mean almost every activity in italy has closed now and look we need to take this seriously, but I'm sorry, Harry, keep going.
0: No, no, no. It's fine. Um, and I was gonna say another one is that they say is take care of yourself and your family, but maintain social distance. So you can exercise, you can go outside, you can stay connected to your family and friends for your through your phone, you know, videos, Skype, chat, FaceTime, phone calls and and social media, obviously. We can there's great ways in today's modern world that we can all stay connected. But when you go outside, maintain at least Six feet between you and non-family members. If you have kids, do not take them to the park. Do not take them to public play structures or indoor gyms or climbing facilities. I know you. I know kids have a ton of energy, and you're just trying to tire them out. But as coronavirus. This stuff can live on plastic and metal for up to nine days, and and playgrounds and indoor ball pits and all that stuff—they're not regularly cleaned. And this is something I'm a little bit more familiar with because my mom has been hyper vigilant about this, given my sister, you know, being immunocompromised for as long as I can remember. We weren't allowed to play at the mall where there's like an indoor climbing facility, or you know, all these kinds of stuff. We with this kind of stuff, we weren't able to always go to Chuck E. Cheese or Disneyland or all this kind of stuff, given if my sister was, you know, obviously high. They're at risk for contracting things. Obviously, going outside is really important for your mental health, trying to get outside, get some sunlight every day. I don't know if that's going to be possible in San Diego, given the fact it is gloomy AF. But um, it's like the apocalyptic, holy it
1: hell. It is
0: freaking terrifying. But they're saying, if you have kids, play a family soccer or basketball game. <laughs> um instead of having your kids play with other kids, um, since sports often mean direct physical contact with others. And so we may wish to visit elders in our community in person, um, to try to help them out, you know, see if they need anything, but don't visit nursing homes. Don't visit homes where there's large numbers of elderly residents because they are the highest risk for complications. Yeah. My
1: understanding right now too, is, is the, uh, either the CDC, uh, or, or the vice president's a commission now is restricting access to nursing homes. Yeah. And so and, and what's interesting about that is it, it, you know um, um, a buddy of mine actually has a company called Independa which is which has been uh, you know helping ways that that uh, um, um, uh, uh, children of people in nursing homes can uh, can be keeping in In touch with their parents, so you you know use everything you can to keep in touch with your parents. But you, it's really not good for you know. We need to protect our vulnerable populations right now. Yeah, and and let me just mention something, Harriet. Too, this is going to be controversial, and and you know us, we don't shy away from it, and 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 you know some sometimes we (laughs) we muddle in it sometimes. But here's an idea that. I think mayors and the federal government need to think about right now. It's the homeless population, and we have one of the largest homeless populations in California, especially in San Diego and Los Angeles, Orange County, um, you know, San Francisco, Sacramento. But this population is very vulnerable right now, and even though a lot of these people, you know, tend to be younger. They're still in in, a, in, in in they're still in very close proximity to each other. A lot of these people, you know, you know have you know have either addiction issues or 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 mental disabilities and that. So, you know, be um, you know, I'm talking to, to Governor Gavin Newsom right now, um, uh, right on this podcast. Just you know, you know, Gavin, hey, look be proactive here, work with your mayors, work with the president and the vice president. If he, you know, you need to either, I don't want to say disperse, that's not the right word, but you may want to relocate these, you know, these, these homeless encampments out into the desert or someplace where they're away from major metropolitan areas. Because if, you know, you know, it's almost like, you know, um, you know potential fires and that, you know, this is a very combustible area. You know this. This, you know, this virus can spread very quickly through that population, and, and I think the last time I heard was that uh, Los Angeles had twenty thousand or thirty thousand people in this in this group, or maybe more. I'm not I'm not sure the exact numbers, but you know, you should all across the country right now that the you know the governors should be thinking about working with their National Guard and the Army to relocate these people to you know um, you know these persons to areas where they can, you know, not be, you know, a, a lightning rod to the spread of the virus. Secondly, you know, I don't know who thinks about this, but you should, you know, you know, President Trump or or, or Vice President Pence or Governor Newsom, why the hell are you bringing people who have the virus into military bases close to major urban areas, we have Miramar Air Base here, and a bunch of people who are coming off of uh, uh, off of cruises and the like are 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 actually being kept, uh, you know, at at the Miramar Air Base. Well, I think yesterday uh, uh, um, a a Miramar uh, um, Airman was just diagnosed was was just diagnosed with the virus. You know, if you're going to bring them in, bring them into Montana, bring them into rural areas away from larger metropolitan areas. Bring them into the deserts of Arizona or Nevada or California. Don't put them in places where there are, you know, you know, major groups of people. Also, as Harriet mentioned. You know, if we don't flatten this curve, we're going to run out of beds. We're going to run out of hospital beds. And if you think about it, we need those beds not just for, for people who are going through the virus. We need them for people who are going through other medical conditions right now. So, you know, you know, government needs to think ahead. You may need to do what they did in Wuhan, is put up makeshift hospitals very quickly. we have oh, enough, they are? Well, yeah.
0: yeah. Not, not we enough hospitals sp- tests, yeah. testing
1: places. Yeah, yeah but, but, you know, we have enough areas in this country, like in, you know, in, 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 Texas or, you know, in, in the Southwest or in, in the, in the, in the Midwest, up, up North in that to put, you know, to, uh, to have facilities, we may really think about doing this right now. Just be proactive, but Harriet, yeah. continue. I'm sorry. keep, keep No, going.
0: no, no, no. So one thing I wanted to say too, that Kevin Faulkner announced last night that people Kevin were Faulkner's experienced...
1: the mayor of, of San Diego, of
0: San Diego. Yeah. 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 Um so people experiencing homelessness can be among the most susceptible obviously to contracting this and so the city of San Diego and the county of San Diego um the government they've partnered to deploy public health nurses to San Diego's bridge, like homeless shelters. And so um, they're basically saying that they're also some of the most at risk because 30% of the homeless population has a chronic lung condition. So as you know, complications from this uh, coronavirus um, are, you know, lung issues and, and all that kind of stuff. So that's the way in which San Diego is, is trying to handle it. Obviously, stuff's probably going to change. I think that they're offering screenings to, to those who are homeless. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting how, how they're, they're handling it. Cause I mean, who's really at the most risk and a lot, a large percentage of that is the, the homeless community. But, uh, but yeah, so let's go back to this list. Um, so basically they're also saying reduce the frequency of going to stores, restaurants and coffee shops. Of course, do you're you really
1: to- need to have 50 freaking things of toilet paper. Do you poop that much? <laughs> I mean, seriously, some people do, you have to.
0: Yeah. And so basically they're saying, um, of course, trips to the grocery store uh, are going to be necessary, but trying to limit and only going at times when they're less busy. So either really late at night or maybe earlier in the morning, Um, consider asking grocery stores to like line people up at the door in order to limit the number of people inside the store at any time. Make sure to wash your hands before and after you go to the grocery store. What I did yesterday is I brought hand sanitizing wipes and I wiped (coughs) off the cart because I just assumed and I was right that the store was going to be out. I wiped down before I, I used the uh, the credit card machine, you know, to check out and pay. I wiped that down with a sanitizing wipe um and and used that. And then the minute I got in the car, I drove home without touching my face and I immediately washed my hands. So that's that's what you need to be doing. And also please leave the medical masks and the gloves for medical professionals who need them to care for those who are sick. We have doctors and nurses and and medical, you know, workers going in and working directly with people who have this virus and are unable to protect themselves because idiots are stealing masks from hospitals like monsters. And so, I mean, please stop. And like my dad said, and this is ridiculous, this, this uh, illness, this doesn't give you diarrhea. You don't need 50 rolls of toilet paper. I think paper. there
1: are though I I, I think you know Harry just to correct that. I think there are some instances where some people do get it, but you know that's 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 more serious. What do right you mean? And,
0: you oh, know, so uh,
1: I was reading recently that that you know in the first stages people don't, but you know in later stages some people could get that. So so just just, okay. just want to be, be accurate on that one though.
0: Too, no no no, for sure. I just I, I just mean, you know, for those who are just trying to stay at home and quarantine and have not been diagnosed with this virus at all. Leave enough toilet paper for other people. Think about it. If you are already somebody who is chronically ill, immunocompromised, elderly, unable to go to the store at these peak times during the day, you're probably doing the shopping for your house once a week, maybe once every two weeks. And think about it, if that one time you're able to leave your house, maybe you have a caregiver or somebody who comes with you. I have a couple neighbors in my apartment complex who can only go out and do errands when they have one of their caregivers and nurses with them. And so imagine that one time you're able to leave the house, these people are older, they don't they don't go online, they don't know how to online shop, maybe they don't have kids to come over and take care of them and, and buy them things and, and supplies. But that one time they're going to the store and there's no toilet paper, there's no paper towels, there's no wipes. You have mothers who are going without diapers and wipes and and all of this stuff for their babies because people without even any kids are going out and buying wipes. It's like an alternative Yeah, plan. guys, well,
1: you know, you know, as Harriet's saying, be reasonable here, look. I grew up very poor in Pennsylvania, so I know I know what it's like not to have, you know, I, you know, I, I tell Harrod, you know, look, if, you know, the one thing I'm good at is the black market. I, I just am, you know, I, some people are good at it, some, some people aren't. So look, you know, in times like this, this is, I would say this is this is almost like a wartime economy where, where in a wartime economy, you learn when people, you know, stock stuff. You, you have friends who are friends of managers who get you stuff. You know, look, we're not telling you not to. Not to you know help your families, but at the same time, you know you got to be reasonable here, you know. And and for anybody who's trying to buy stuff and to sell them at high prices, you know, I just want to let you know the that this is not
0: the time for wartime yeah, profiteering, yeah, 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 and you yeah, yeah, are yeah, yeah, a yeah. piece of shit.
1: Yeah, and and besides the social stigma, you could be arrested. No, oh, okay, because at times and people who take advantage, like there are a bunch of crooks out there. Hopefully, no no crooks are listening to uh, to our podcast because frankly, w- we don't need you on on this, and and, and the hell with you. But you know, people who take advantage of people during this situation, you know, you're the scum of the earth, and and and, and I hope you get arrested. To be honest with you, uh, because this is a time when we need to act. You know, as we, you know, this is a time when we all need to work together. Take care of your families. Take care of, you know, protect those who are vulnerable in your communities. Ask a lot of your leaders right now. But, but, let me just also say, right now, just so you guys know, the feds, the state, the local county, politicians, and government leaders are working their butts off right now. So I'm going to throw my hat off to all of them. And let me say in San Diego County, uh, you know, Mayor Faulkner, um, sorry, Mayor Faulkner came out with, uh, you know, in a bipartisan manner with with uh, Supervisor Nathan Fletcher. Good on you guys. You know, we should see more of that at the federal level here, too. But, you know, right now there's no there's no time to bicker. But, but you know, I just want to say to all, the, all those serving in the military right now and, and the National Guard who have been called up, uh, to all those health workers, those nurses, those doctors you know, who are working overtime right now, uh, to those people who are still handling the supply chain, which means grocery stores, you know, supermarkets, pharmacies, you know, Amazon and those places, good on you and thank you for your service right now. Uh, because you know there are some people, not all of us can go and work from home. I'm lucky because I have the type of job where I can. harrod has got the type of job where she works from home, but you know not everybody can do that. And and for the people who are putting on masks and gloves and going and making making sure that things work now that the lights come on and that uh, it, it, you know it, you know things are working, my hat goes off to you and. You get a chance, just like we did during uh, during and after nine eleven. Say thank you to these people, okay? I mean, look, you know, I, 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 I mean, you know, you imagine with the number of people who you come in contact with at a grocery store every day. You imagine, you know, just what nurses are going through, what doctors are going through, you know. So, so you get a chance. Say thank you to these people, okay? A hundred percent,
0: and I mean. One of the things that they're saying, too, and I know people are like, oh, you know, why don't I just order takeout or why don't I just have food delivered? But the one thing is, is that that's dangerous about that is that you, the chain of command, I mean, that's even more dangerous. You need to be making all of your meals Chain of custody. Thanks,
1: Chain. Yes,
0: exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're saying the people who prepare the food, the people who transport the food, and then you. I mean, we don't know 100% how much risk there is, but you can and you should obviously – just try to, to limit that as much as humanly possible. And then obviously the last thing and the most important thing is if you are sick, isolate yourself, stay home. And if you have any of the symptoms of coronavirus, do not go out and about in public. Call a medical professional, call your state, national. Um, there's one in every every county, I'm pretty sure. I'm mm. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> Sorry, don't have the virus. I literally just choked on my own saliva. I apologize. Mm. But they're saying don't just walk into an ambulatory clinic. Call someone. They can tell you that there's drive-through testing centers. You can do virtual visits on the phone or or stuff like that. Do not go and put more people at risk by going into an urgent care.
1: And, guys, guys, clean your cell phones. Clean your laptops. Just clean. You know – you know, I grew up in a, in a in a German family. You know, my my mom was German. She was just everything was clean. Everything had to be clean. You know, and that's you know we all need to have that attitude today. Just be clean. Just clean everything. And I'm I'm a I'm a messy dude. And, you know, just just you very clean.
0: much is. I can I can uh, testify you, to that. <laughs> you can attest
1: to that. But but look, you know, we don't want you to flip out. Don't flip out. Don't freak out. Be calm. You know, but, but take precautions, you know, because all it takes is one thing, you know, one slip up, you know, and, and movie theaters right now, are they coming out with, uh, with, with social distancing, uh, you know, uh, uh, requirements or the like, or recommendations of of being six feet, you know, away from each other. But, but look, do you need to go to a bar right now? Do you need to go to a movie theater? Do you need to go to a mall? If this was me and this is me, you know, I'm just going to a supermarket and back, and and maybe a pharmacy and back, and, and maybe that. Honestly,
0: though, that's not even necessary now. I was talking <coughs> to my mom earlier about this today, and with things like Instacart or food delivery services, Postmates, all of these other places, what you can do and what I highly recommend doing is ordering food to be put together, and you know someone else does that shopping for you. They put it in bags and then they bring it out to your car. So all you do is just open up your trunk, they load it up, and you don't have to go into the store, be around people hacking, coughing, spreading even more germs. And I know you're taking that risk with that one person doing the shopping for you and just hoping that they're not sick and all that kind of stuff. But that is the smartest way to do it. And if you can order food on Amazon Fresh Delivery or Amazon Food, there's all these different um, produce box delivery services that you can do. I know HelloFresh, they do home meal delivery. There's tons of meal delivery services um, that you can order from right now. There's also in your area, you might want to look up local, um, food delivery, produce boxes from local farmers. They're very affordable and you need to be eating healthy food as much as possible right now to just naturally bolster your immune system. So, um, we'll also link down below to some food delivery service, uh, things that you can do if you want to avoid going to the supermarket, but yeah, I'm sorry. Let's Let's
1: also talk about people who are, you know, low income people, And the like, and believe me, as I mentioned, I grew up poor. I I know what it's like. You know, there are groups like the Salvation Army. There are, you know, there are many groups who are willing and able to provide food uh, to provide food to the elderly right now. You have communications devices. You have, you know, a lot of you have computers and you have phones. Just call people. It's okay to ask for help right now. It's okay to do that. And this is a time. This is a time to rely on family and friends here, but 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 it's not a time to be silly. So right, why don't you keep going down that list and then we'll just no, talk that, about that. No, that
0: was it. That was, that was the most, that was that was the list. So one thing I want to say too is your local, um, your local corona, your, your local government um, website can give you the most up-to-date info about the coronavirus in your city. For example, in San Diego, um, go to San Diego County. You okay? Yeah, no, i fine. Okay. SanDiegoCounty.gov slash coronavirus. That's the one for San Diego. So um, there's, I'm sure that there's one in your city. So I would just look that up, you know, type in where you are, Los Angeles County, you know, whatever, and in coronavirus. So yeah, that's, that's basically what I have to say about that. I mean, obviously don't panic, but I honestly want to punch some people in the face right now because I see people on Facebook, uh, saying things like, oh, you know, I have a spa day planned or I have my baby moon planned with my husband and we were going to take our two-year-old and I'm like 36 weeks pregnant and do you think it's safe for us to fly right now and go on vacation? Like, I'd be so sad if we canceled. Uh, stop being selfish. Guys, You're putting, guys, it, yeah. Stop yeah, it. Yeah. You're being yeah. stupid. You're putting yeah. your unborn baby's life at risk. There are two cases right now where, uh, at least, where in China and London, a newborn baby was diagnosed with coronavirus. They have no immune systems for the most part. They are so highly at risk. You're going to bring your, your your young child on a plane. I mean, you yourself are immunocompromised when you are pregnant. Do not be an idiot.
1: Yeah, guys. Look, you, you know, and and you know, most of the people listening to, uh, to our show, I would think, are you know, of course, you're on the brighter side because you listen oh, to our I know, show.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but, at, but, <laughs>
1: but, but 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 at the same time, I I mean, look though, um, you know we just want to emphasize and 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 Harriet and i are very cautious people and we've had to be cautious at the same time but but you know this is serious right now this is i, I mean this is nothing to scoff at this is the pandemic you know one of the few we've had maybe in the history of mankind i i, I mean honestly last one was 1918 I, I, I mean the last big pandemic was 1918 50 million people died And And one
0: of the main reasons, and sorry to interrupt, but just talking about the 1918 and all that kind of stuff, a lot of news outlets and stuff like that, obviously the news cycle is nothing like what we have now, but people didn't take it seriously for a while and it spread like wildfire and it, it was highly contagious. And the thing is right now, this stuff is airborne. This stuff can live in the air. It lingers. If people sneeze and then you walk into a room in which someone's just sneezed, you have a chance of getting it. So they're basically saying to open windows, do not go into places as well that are confined like bathrooms, like that's why a lot of people are saying, you know, work from home, stay home because even like there's a chance you can get it in your office bathroom for goodness sake. Oh yeah, just hey, hey guys, I just there. want to
1: mention something that's sort of on the dark humor side and oh, yeah. uh and harriet pre- predicted this we 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 had this joke that the jihadists would not be coming to europe or the us right now because of this and i just saw an article uh w- which i forwarded to uh, harriet uh, where one of the jihad organizations is is coming out and telling its members well maybe europe isn't a good thing right
0: now
1: <laughs> i mean <laughs>
0: there is no no no. i think it was one of the like the the humor instagram accounts that i followed too they recently posted one too of this uh this guy sitting down um uh, like holding a bomb and being like damn why is nobody coming to my terrorist attack he was trying to blow up some like arena and i know this is very dark humor but i just very dark, dark humor laugh any way you can right now they're like damn it i guess i'm just gonna have to go like murder people one by one like that's not as fun you know i was gonna bring a bomb to this party and no one's here guys <laughs> like- look you
1: know you know one of the differences about this in, in 1918, as Harrod said, is we have ways to communicate, like we're doing with you right now, that doesn't. Think
0: in- about it, Dad. Like, sorry to interrupt again, but <laughs> just interrupting you this entire time. No, it's up. okay. Well, that's the thing. I can't look at your social cues now because we're not. I know. Room. You know when you're. You know. But anyway. Um, Think about it back then. I mean, we in 1918, if this would have happened in, in this same exact way, we would have no way of knowing how far, you know, Italy is into this or how far behind the United States is. There was no way really to communicate that. In a, we in have a great, manner. hopefully
1: we have great data right now, but you know, where's the by North the Korean the letter, data, you know?
0: I mean, but by, by the I time mean, the, the letter from Italy got to the United States stuff would have changed again. And it's just, I mean, we are blessed in the sense like we have to heed the warnings of these countries. And I am not a conspiracy theorist. I am not a nut job. I consider myself a rational human being. My dad and I are both very smart people, you know, very stable geniuses. No, I'm kidding. Um, But, you know, we have to be smart about this. And the only way we can stop this from turning into what Italy is currently experiencing right now, which is turning people away from emergency rooms based off of their likelihood to survive this it's we have to be smart and self social you know social distance self quarantine get a bunch of food stay inside work from home you know luckily the president and you know there's been a bipartisan effort to help people with sick leave and all this kind of stuff so that if you are you know you can file for unemployment you can you know you can work from home let's talk about yeah. yeah
1: Let's talk about some of that for a second. So, so look, you know, our advice for the governmental leaders is bipartisan, bipartisan, bipartisan. And the truth of the matter is the Republicans have certain things that they're pushing and Democrats have certain things that they're pushing. Let's just be human on this one and get it done. This is not a time to delay. Get it done. And don't be unreasonable here about pushing, you know, Medicare for all or something at this point or tax breaks for the rich. I mean, don't do that. Let's just make sure that this has as little disruption to the economy, to people's lives and that people's, you know, that, that, that you know, that, that people's way of living is preserved. I do mean, you let's just- Do want
0: to talk just, about what the bill includes?
1: You know, uh, so, um, so my. Well, I, underst- I can do it if you want. Yeah, yeah go uh, ahead. Yeah. So, if you have it right. Yeah, there,
0: yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So basically, um, it's going to include free coronavirus testing. Democratic leaders proposed making coronavirus testing free to increase access by requiring private health insurers to cover the cost of testing, including emergency room visits and doctor's fees. This will also cover Americans without insurance. It also includes emergency paid sick days. The bill will give workers 14 days of paid sick leave to be available immediately during the coronavirus. Uh, Many employers are asking employees to work from home for that amount of time. It also ensures sick leave to those impacted by quarantine orders or those who must stay home to care for their children. The bill reimburses small businesses or those with 50 or fewer employers for the cost of the 14 Employees, additional days yeah. of leave. Yeah, no. um, the, it also includes emergency paid leave. The bill would create a new federal emergency paid leave program for those unable to work because they have COVID-19, are quarantined, are caring for someone with the disease or are caring for a child due to coronavirus-related school closings. Eligible workers will receive benefits for a month The program goes up to three months, however, and uh, the benefit amount would be two-thirds of the individual's average monthly earnings, and those receiving pay or unemployment compensation directly through their employers aren't eligible. There is some precedent for this, however, um, because Congress actually expanded unemployment benefits for up to 99 weeks for Americans left unemployed by the 2008 financial crisis. Um, The two other ones are expanded unemployment insurance. The bill would direct $2 billion to state unemployment insurance programs and waive measures like work search requirements, or waiting weeks to those either diagnosed with COVID-19 or those who have lost their jobs due to the spread of the virus. And the last one, and one of the most important ones, you know, is expanding food security. The bill will direct a billion dollars to expand access to programs like the SNAP, the WIC, and the Emergency Food Assistance Program throughout the coronavirus pandemic. Progressive economists have really long believed that expanding these existing safety net programs is a highly effective way of stimulating the economy, because the low-income people who benefit from them are highly likely to immediately spend any extra money they get, helping stabilize the economy wide demand. And the 2009 stimulus bill featured many provisions along these lines. And so obviously, these protections are major. And if they're temporary, a change in policy, particularly with respect to paid sick leave, I mean, that will seriously help to prevent the spread as long as those people aren't taking their sick leave days and going out to bars and interacting with, you know, other people and just getting wasted. But Basically, the bill's mandated sick leave program would would last a year. This won't be like a long term American policy change. But you know what? This is a start. Lawmakers themselves are among the at risk population as well. I mean, as senators are preparing to return to Capitol Hill, um, you know, a lot of them fit the profile of people most at risk. They're seniors. The average senior or the average state of a senator is- gonna our presidential is,
1: candidates. They're on their 70s. I, know, I mean, they're all vulnerable I I populations. Mean, I
0: mean, and, and my dad and I probably will talk about this tomorrow too. But I mean, the fact that there is a democratic debate tonight, I mean, I just, I, I'm very interested to see how things are going to be addressed. I mean, what do, what do you think, dad? How do you think that's going to go down?
1: I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think they should debate right now. I think every, I every, I think every resource we have right now should be going towards- helping people with the virus. I, I I think I'll be honest with you. I think we should, should suspend the election for a couple months. That's my, I, I think we should make this a February election right now. And I think we need to have every ounce of our being right now on the, you know, on the public, the governmental, the private, the nonprofit sector going towards this. Cause you know, if we lose this one, we've lost a lot of people in this country. So uh, to me, it, it, you know, and, and some of the stuff Harrod said is more Democratic than Republican, but the principle is still there. The principle is we need, you know, look, we don't want to go broke. That's one thing. But at the same time, we need to help people now. And, and the Republican side, if you look at, you know, both the president's speech on Friday and the vice president's speech, uh, you know, on, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the president's, Presentation with the leaders of the pharmaceutical industry on Friday, and the vice president's presentation with, with the governmental leaders uh, on Saturday. They're really promoting a public-private partnership right now, where we're using the capacity in the private sector, and, and we got to realize. That, look, I'm in the life sciences sector, as I mentioned, biotech, and we have, you know, we have both the the research capability, the diagnostic capability, the vaccine capability, and also the drug distribution capability through CVS, through uh, Walmart, through uh, through Target, through through a lot of major groups out there a lot of major um, uh, distribution chains. So so I think it's very smart to enlist all their support. Now, one of the problems is the private sector. They got to get paid at some point or, or they have to get some breaks for this or tax breaks at some point. So the private sector doesn't go under. So look, you know, Part of what President Trump has to do, he's been criticized for focusing on the economy right now, but we can't let the economy go down the tubes. And, and I think as as the article Harriet read says, this is not a snow day or this is not a snow week. What we're trying to do here with the government and the private sector is trying to do is to utilize it effectively to help people. And secondly, though, to keep business moving when, you know when you work from home, you know, and I do it, when I work from home, I actually work harder than I do when I'm in the office, to be honest with you, because, you know, I get up, exercise and and eat, and I'm right here at my computer. And I normally don't go away from that until seven, eight o'clock at night. Maybe I work harder than most. I don't know. I think I do at least.
0: (laughs) He definitely definitely does. And one thing too, is that this is not I mean, one thing maybe that can come out of this is that a lot of jobs will see that they can allow people to work remote and it's not the end of the world, you know? And And I mean, it's it's impossible.
1: Yeah, yeah, and companies... Don't don't be you know. Don't I mean, be dicks right now. Here. Pardon my
0: language. Don't
1: be nasty about this. Let your people figure it out. We have a company, a small company here. It's a public company in San Diego, and know, uh, we're experimenting with a couple of people working from home for the first couple of days. Then all of us being there so we can just make sure we get everything you know going right. But that's that's what you got to do as a company. I mean, you, you know, you know, we got to do whatever we can here to help your people. And the problem is you can't have big offices. I, I, I mean, imagine you, you have an office. Somebody gets sick, and then it affects everybody. You really got you, you got to be proactive on this right now, and to think ahead of time. And, and you know, look, you know, the um, government has has uh, you know has made its its pronouncements right now. More than likely, I where we're going, I think we're going to be like Italy pretty soon. I, I think we're going to shut down. You know. Bars, restaurants, you know, massage places, gyms, you know, anything where the public comes in contact with each other. I think we will keep, you know, in in schools, but but you know, you know, we're probably going to learn from this. You know, schools will probably learn that you don't need a big campus that costs, you know, you know, a, a parent seventy five thousand dollars a year. I, I mean, so we're going to learn some, you know, we're going to learn some uh, some lessons about this. But you know, at the same time, hopefully. You know, hopefully this will stimulate our businesses that are focused, uh, uh, it, you know, on the wireless economy, on the on the web based economy, which Harriet does already. I, I mean, so look for for some of us, this this is not new for others. It is new, but it's just going to have an effect in the country. Of course, it will have a long term effect in the country. But the main thing is we need to keep people safe. This is a pandemic. Don't be stupid. OK, and, and if you no, have.
0: And, and, yeah. yeah. I'm no, sorry. I was, sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say, too, I mean, they're saying, <clears throat> pardon me, that this isn't going to, you know, really break until at least May. Um, I foresee schools being closed, not just through April 5th, but probably until maybe May when schools would be maybe getting out. I we don't know what this is going to look like and I keep seeing this quote, you know, a lot can change in 30 days either for the better or for the worse for this pandemic. We could luckily if everybody social distances and practices extremely great hygiene and is very smart and not selfish and not stupid, we could contain this and not get to where Italy is. But if we don't and if we just act in our own self-interest and we're just stupid, this could get really, really bad. And there was one thing that I I read yesterday, and I'm going to link this article down below, because I think it's just so damn good and, and spot on is it's from, it was actually on GQ and it says your rugged American individualism is making you dangerous. This constant need as a country that we have to show people that we are macho enough and tough enough to, oh, we don't have a cold. We're just going to push through or, you know, I'm not that sick. I'm not going to, you know, not go to work or not go to go on my vacation or, you know, to the gym or to sporting events or whatever it is. Like, I'm strong. I'm American. Like, I'm going to push through this. That is literally going to kill people. You might Dude, not be that is, yeah.
1: Harriet, this, as you said,
0: people you come in contact yeah. with, you could kill them. Don't oh, yeah. be selfish.
1: Yeah, yeah. Harriet, as you said, this is not about being macho. This is about being smart. Okay. And, and, you know, as you said, look, I've been in sports a long time and doing stupid things like, you know, not eating and, and wrestling and doing stuff like that. This is not a time to go on a diet. This is not a time to, to go on a, you know, on a, on a, on a, in a big, you know, this is not time. Not a time to uh start, you know, your uh, your triathlon career. This is a no. time to hunker this is a time to hunker down with your family. And you know, look, you know, our family's been been together. We've we we played board games, we went out and just in our community, we 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 played basketball just just with our family members. We did stuff we didn't do for a long time. So look, it, 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 you know, this is a nice time to get back to your roots here, to to really get back into and to to hunker down and, and, you know, this is a necessity, you know, again, not a snow day. This is, this is really a necessity and you need to really, you know, make sure you're not around a lot of people because this is a virus. You can't see it. I mean, this is something you can't see. This is, I mean, these are like the movies we read about and we've, we've watched, but look, if you got Netflix, you got Hulu, you you, you know do your work during the day and sit down and you know watch the sopranos over and over again or watch you know breaking bad (laughs) or or watch
0: something more uplifting maybe but watch
1: uh, babylon berlin i'm a big fan of babylon (laughs) berlin my wife and i love all these foreign films harry harry and her husband hate the foreign films because they hate subtitles i love them you got so many i i I mean Harrod, any any shows you, you want to plug or watch some comedy, guys. You know, as Harriet was saying, you know, we we're, were watching what what a Dave Chappelle the other night. Funny dude. This is a time to laugh with your family and to be home and to be careful. And you know, but it's not a time to be stupid. You can't be dumb exactly. about this. Don't don't be a hero. Just hunker down, protect your your loved ones. Hunker watch down.
0: Creek. Oh, Shit's Creek, watch, oh, watch Shits Shits Creek start- is funny. You know? hysterical. watch Study rock, watch standups. watch, um, oh my gosh, parks and recreation, the office. Now is the time to watch, you know, things that cheer you up. Binge and make watch, you binge yeah. watch
1: up <laughs> the wazoo sure right now.
0: You're eating healthy. You're taking your vitamins. You're getting fresh air, but obviously staying away from people as much as possible. Don't, you know, go bring your kids to play dates. Don't go and shake hands with people you run into in public. You know, don't even let your dog go and sniff the butts of other dogs. You know, I ran into this dog yesterday while I was walking my dog. He wanted to say hi, and I was like, Later, bro, I'm social distancing. You know, so, but that's uh, an extreme thing view <laughs> of social dog distancing,
1: but, uh, but uh, you no, know, no, no. It, it is um, what it is. Annette.
0: Also, if you're dating someone right now that you wish to break up with, you have the perfect excuse. It's a great excuse. You
1: know, <laughs> it's a great excuse. You, you know, right. do you right, know how baby. many guys like I'm, you know, I'm raising money for like a couple companies right now? A bunch of people have said to me, You know what? You know, because the market's going down and the virus, I'm sort of saving money for for my current companies. It's it, guys, it's a great excuse for everything. I, I I I mean, it just is. You know, JB, we haven't sold the product. It must be caused by the coronavirus. So, but look, you know, we're we're trying to make heart of it and make you smile, and make you laugh at this time. You know, but at the same time, is this serious? Damn right, this is a pandemic. I mean, yeah. people are freaked. But you know what? This is a time for you. If you're yogis like Harriet and I, just you know, you know, do your what, ijayi breath and your meditation, and, and spend some time getting into you. I, I mean, if you don't, you, you have exercise equipment. I'm lucky here. I've you know, I'm I've been working out for a long time, so I have a gym here. But but uh, on my own, and you know, but but you know, if you don't get, you know, you know, just you know, push ups, sit ups. You've you've got uh, 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 you know many yoga programs or other things which you can download or
0: oh, yeah. other there, health stuff you
1: can download.
0: If you guys are members like I am of ClassPass, which is the uh, the app where you can go out and try new fitness studios and new workout classes, they they've canceled basically all workout you know related classes at least in my area for a while. But what they're offering is. Um, like uh, online workouts, so all of these studios that you you know usually would be going to, a lot of them are doing online fitness classes but that you can do from the yeah. comfort of your own. Yeah, that's a, so, that's a
1: great way. Harriet and I yeah. go to co- uh, we go to Core Power Yoga, and you know I love the guys there. You know the one in Del Mar, but I, I can't go. I'm not going to go. No, and,
0: there's and no put way. everybody
1: at risk it's right not now. Not to say I mean Core Power are the great people, but you know maybe that's what they should do too. Put it online. I, yeah. I mean, and I'm well, sorry, kind of- I, the
0: fact that movie theaters are still open, they're saying, oh, well, we're, you know, making it to we're only getting 50% capacity right now or these yoga studios or places where people are sweating. No, you guys need to be shutting down. This is ridiculous. There is no way that you are 100% properly hand sanitizing or sanitizing the seats, the armrests the chairs, all of this kind of stuff. There's no way you're properly sanitizing the floors at your yoga studios or your fitness classes or your gyms. there. And these people are getting paid minimum wage. They're hourly workers. I don't blame them for not being meticulous and doing all of this stuff, you know? So just we, we love everybody
1: we've, we've mentioned right now. And, 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 you know, look, you know, if, if if anybody's in the home workouts, you know, uh, Tony Horton and core power, I'm not core power. Uh, Tony Horton and Beachbody. I mean these 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 are great great companies where just you know, I don't
0: think my dad understands that Beachbody has now become he started doing Beachbody, let me just say this, in like the nineties. I don't think he realizes how it's become like a multi-level marketing, like network marketing pyramid scheme at this point. I in still listen <laughs>
1: to Tony Horton's tapes when Tony was forty-five. So But
0: so, my dad's not uh, selling any of this stuff, just to let you know. <laughs> well you can okay. go on
1: you can go on the line and you can order <laughs> this stuff it's probably cheap it's really cheap now find an old dvd player that shows you where i'm at here you know, my dvd, DVD. player is breaking down right now though so i have yeah, to
0: right? you know oh but God, uh but but oh, guys
1: it, yeah. yeah
0: love is blind I mean, all of these guys. There was a hilarious thing on, um, oh, what's it called? Not, uh, not Bleacher Report, Barstool Sports, about how all these guys are losing their mind because there's no like, uh, you know, sports stuff on. They're all just watching Love Is Blind guys, on Netflix. Go play
1: video games. That's what you yeah. got them for. Go, go do all that stuff. But you know, do it with your family. Have fun. Yeah. I, I mean, look, this is this is a tough time, and it really is a tough time. Do we know where we're going? I, I, I agree with Harrod I, I think, I think we're going to be, sh- I think. US is going to be shut down for March, and I think it's going to be shut down probably for at least some of April, if not all of April, I think we'll start to come out of this in May. Uh, And, you know, you know, hopefully when we come out, you know, uh, because of the precautions, we will have taken, you will all be okay, everything will be fine. And then the, the economy will be back. But you know, but you got to take this seriously. This is, this is at the point right now where it is serious. This is not something to scoff at or go and have parties and say, Oh, I don't care. Or, you know, and you know, it's, it's, it, this is serious now. I mean, this is.
0: This is not something the Democrats have created to get Trump out of office. This is not some media. I mean, yes, the media obviously is covering it 24 hours a day, but that's what you do when there's something like, you're doing a
1: pandemic right now. So, so I I don't
0: believe, and neither does my dad, that there is some sort of like, You know, covert, secret reasoning for why this virus was created in some lab and then released to the public to like destroy the economy. People are saying crazy stuff right now online. Everyone's trying to figure out exactly what the hell's going on with this virus, what the future of the United States, the whole freaking world looks like. But but, you know, now it's not the time to blame and point fingers at China. That's right. That's right. But
1: but at the same time, when we get when we get on the other side of this. What this is, what you're going to have to demand of your leaders, and this is worldwide leaders, and this is China and, and, and Iran and, and South Korea and Italy and U.S. and Germany and U.K., everybody. We got to have a united world pandemic plan because the truth is this is not the only one that's going to hit us. You know, we are, you know, man, you know, our bodies continuously fight viruses. They fight, you know, bacteria. There are so many things that we don't even know about, but we have to put plans in place and we have to react appropriately and we have to take this stuff seriously because, you know, this is one time when we are coming, we're coming together as a world right now. And, but that requires, you know, this is back to politics and back to government, that requires leaders who are responsive leaders who are transparent, and, and you know, if this, you know, uh, you know Harrods talked about Wuhan virus, I don't really care what we call it, but we as a world need to get together and to say, what happened, we weren't prepared, and we need to be more prepared, and we need to be serious about this, so we need to devote the resources to it, and the time and the energy and either something can happen from, you know, Africa with Ebola. It can happen with, you know, you know, the, this virus in China. It could happen with, with I guess, Mar you know, MERS actually happened and, you know, a primary in Saudi Arabia. It could happen with, with, I think, HIV, which I think happened here. If I'm not, if, if, if I'm not, uh, not correct on that, Legionnaires disease, which I think happened in, in Philadelphia, you know, uh, so, you know wherever it happens, we need to put processes in place so that we can be aware and that we can be prepared. The truth about this is you can't protect everybody all the time, but we got to take this seriously okay as as a as a race as a, as a human race, we have to take this very seriously. Look, we're talking about a lot of stuff here and we don't mean to scare anybody you, 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 you know. But it's at times like this, be careful, be safe. We want you to be around so you can listen to more, more <laughs> podcasts. We're podcasting, you know, but, you know, but, but, you know, Harriet and I are up on these things and we come at it sometimes from different viewpoints. But in, in the end, you know, we're a family and, you know, and, and we're a U.S. political family and we're a worldwide political family, too. And this just shows you how interconnected we are in this world so guys
0: and also too, happy birthday ruth bader ginsburg we need her to be protected during this time she is oh my god treasure the ginsburg oh my god (laughs) getting
1: political at a time like this oh my god there are some views we don't share but 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 that's okay ruth bader ginsburg you be safe like everybody you know everybody else who we need in this country you be safe everybody be safe out there guys we're here. We are going to broadcast a lot during this time. Please listen to us. Uh, you, you, you know, if you have any any other news to report, please go to our sites. Uh, and please I just help got us. Word in,
0: in that Betty White is officially safe as of now. So we can all rest easy, knowing that Betty White's been protected during this time. Betty White, you are a <laughs> national treasure. She is. We must must keep her safe at this time, you know. Um, I also there was there was an article yesterday that an 103 year old woman in China got the virus and recovered, and she's doing fine. So good on you, yeah, really, lady.
1: Good on you. Keep there.
0: up keep up your immune system. Keep supporting your immune system. Eat clean. Eat healthy. Take your vitamins. Check in with your loved ones. Check in with your friends. Stay connected through social media. Social distancing does not mean total social isolation. Stay connected, you know. Watch funny things, laugh, and let's all get through this together, you guys. Because we will. America, the world, we're all connected. We're all human. We're all each other's. I know it's it's hippy dippy, but brothers and sisters, and we have to look out for one another because that's the only way we're gonna get over this and get through this period of fear and the unknown and uncertainty. So please, guys, do your part. Be smart. Stay indoors. Self quarantine, and just do what you need to do so we can all get through this and just get back to living our lives. You know.
1: All right, guys, this is from me, Randy Berholtz, and
0: Harriet Berholtz, and we will talk to you guys soon. (laughs) I love that. You take care. All right. Bye.